Hey everyone, you are listening to Magic Key Adventures, a podcast highlighting me and my family's trips to Disneyland. I am Steph, I am your host, and I welcome you to the show. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. I realized when I was putting this episode together that it's episode 15. Oh my goodness. I remember when I first started the podcast, I kept saying which episode it was, and I've I've evolved since episode one and and how I introduced the show a little bit. I've tweaked it a little bit um, and I've tweaked the way I do the show and it's been fun. I've, I've had a lot of fun doing this podcast, you guys, but yay, episode 15. I can't wait to to get into it. But before I do, I wanted to read the Spotify poll and question And I'm so excited because I got more responses this time than I have before. Um, I actually got three people who voted on the poll and my poll said, would you go on a Disneyland solo trip? So this is questions. I always put out an episode. So last, um, last week we talked about solo trips. So I always put out a question and a poll kind of related to what we talked about in the episode. So I asked, would you go on a Disneyland solo trip? And the choices for responses that I created were OMG, yes, heck no, and maybe dot, dot, dot. And I had three people say, OMG, yes. So yeah, do it, you guys. I highly recommend it. Live your best Disney adult life. (laughs) And then my question for the day was, describe your perfect Disney day. And so I got a response from Michaela that says, spending the whole day with loved ones, eating the best food, drinking the best drinks, and riding the best rides. Even though I'm 26, meeting characters can make the whole trip worth it. And I agree with you, Michaela. In fact, um, if you guys haven't picked up on it, Michaela is actually my niece. And um, I have been her Thea. She calls me Thea. I have been her Thea since I was 14 years old. I've been a Thea and she is, she's the only little girl I'll ever have because I have three boys, as you guys know. And so, um, she's, she's one of my best friends. She's an amazing niece. And one of the trips that I had with her was right after she graduated high school. Alex Jr. was two. So that puts Lewis at about 10 years old. And we all went on a Disneyland trip with her and her now fiance, who happened to be her boyfriend at the time, and my mom. And when I tell you this is one of the best trips of my life, I'm not over-exaggerating because we made so many memories on this trip. But the one thing that I will take away forever is all of the character interactions we did during that time, that's one. Number two was how easygoing she was during the entire trip. So me being a mom of a toddler, you know, you kind of stress out and you don't want to hold up your group, you know, but you also want to be mindful 
of your toddler and their needs and her being the best person that she is she was always so easygoing with that process and anytime we needed to stop and take a break for the little one she was always so willing to do it and it just made my trip so easy and peaceful and it's one of the best trips and I'll treasure it forever for those memories that we made meeting characters because there's another memory that we all hold with us too. There was a TV show called Jake and the Neverland Pirates that was playing back then and Alex Jr. got to meet Jake from the show and it was the most beautiful interaction you could ever witness and we have i think i want to say we have a video of it and we definitely have pictures and we cried because it was just one of those beautiful interactions that you probably see on instagram and facebook all the time and and i had one of those moments that year with her and i will yeah cherish those memories forever so michaela honey thank you for those memories thank you for always participating in the polls and yeah love you so i literally wanted to start packing today you guys <laughs> i thought about it i really thought about it but i was working on this episode most of today and then we had a family function to go to so i didn't actually pack but i i wholeheartedly thought about it wholeheartedly thought about it i i may start tomorrow though because um i'm really excited i can't wait i did put up a poll and and I hope you guys are on Instagram because I, I try and interact with, with everybody as much as I can. And I did ask a question and I said, you know, I'm going to be there for the beginning of Halloween. What foods do you want me to try or take pictures of? Because sometimes, you know, you see the foodie guides and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. And we talked about it a little bit in the last episode. <laughs> but um, these foodie guides are descriptive for sure but you want to see the food right they don't put a picture of everything so i if you want a picture of it i hope you're i hope you're following me on instagram so that way i can take a picture for you guys and you'll see it um but so make sure you follow me on on instagram you guys because i'll, I'll work for you for free see look at that look at that so i do want to talk about some food we got an amazing announcement now i'm not gonna constantly do news and information i i let the professionals like dl weekly and road drop and park cop do that type of things but i get excited about things so i wanted to at least talk to you guys about things that i am excited about and there was a lot of news dropped this week so i at least wanted to go over some of it because i'm excited and i want to i i just want to talk to you guys about it okay talk disney with me guys i know i can't hear you but you know what i probably do hear you in my heart i hear you guys okay <laughs> so tiana's Tiana's is opening, you guys, September 7th. Are you excited? Message me. I want to know if you're excited because so far everybody I've talked to is very excited. Let's go over this menu, you guys. I'm going to open it here and um, if I can open it. Okay, I'm going to open the menu and read some of the items. But I already know what I want to try because I've seen a picture of it and it's one of the first things that you see on the menu. But it's... Uh, I love that it's called dessert first. 
house filled beignet you guys house filled beignet featuring lemon ice box pie filling topped with lemon glaze oh that sounds so good. I love lemon. I do. It's my favorite pie. I love lemon cream pie. I'm excited for that. Uh, let me know if you guys like beignets. I know there's always like the Mickey shaped beignets. Those are so good. I I uh, I got my kids into the bad habit of wanting those things <laughs> and they love them. And I think the funniest thing about them is how messy they are, right? You always know when people have been eating beignets because there's powdered sugar all over the sidewalks. <laughs> I feel so bad for custodial because I'm sure they have to sweep that up. Thank you, custodial cast members. So entrees, house gumbo. Now, if you've never had gumbo at at Disneyland. It's actually one of my husband's favorites. And um, usually it comes in a very small bowl, but so good, so hearty. And this is going to be an entree. So it's house gumbo, braised chicken with sausage and heirloom rice, uh, seven greens gumbo with chicken and sausage. Um, so it's going to have white beans, okra, yams, sweet potatoes, and heirloom rice. There's a Cajun spiced half chicken, and it'll come with baked macaroni and cheese and coleslaw. So if you didn't know, Tiana's Palace, it's, it's going to be quick service, just like French Market was, um, but still with all the tables and chairs in front and everything, it's just going to be rethemed. So... Um, I didn't realize that French Market didn't have mobile ordering before, but it will now. So you're going to be able to mobile order and get all these items, you guys. How amazing is that? Because I, I love mobile order. If you guys haven't done it, it makes things so much easier. And that way you get more out of your day. If you can mobile order your items while you're in queue waiting for an attraction, you're saving yourself so much time because now you just go pick up your food and you go, especially if it's like quick service or um, something like grab and go, you know, like a grab and like when I take my cold brew, I'm telling you guys one of these days I'm going to I'm going to start ordering two of them because I uh, I drink them a little too fast. So let's see what else they have. They have a beef po'boy sandwich that I mean, I usually see it with sh uh, shrimp, I think. Um, but it says slow cooked beef and gravy dressed with shredded lettuce, tomato, pickle, and mayonnaise on a toasted New Orleans French bread served with red beans and rice and house made pickles. That sounds really good. Oof, you guys. All right, so I'm not going to go over all of the menu, but they do have southern specialties. Um, but it's just like side items like cornbread and they're actually going to have a cold brew there it's a chicory cold brew i think that's how you pronounce it and then they have kids meals so let's look at some of the kids meals um it's the baked macaroni and cheese so so there you have it i i hope you guys are excited i can't wait to see inside i've seen some pictures on the disney parks blog they're there is some photos of the food and and you can click on other links so that you could see photos inside too um but if you're going to be there september 7th ooh, lucky you but it's going to be crazy 
So let me warn you right now, because I, I learned this during the holiday times, when something is new and it's just opening, order it in the morning. Okay, you guys, order it in the morning, set your time for whatever time you think you're going to want it. The, the beauty about mobile ordering too is that you can change your times. So you can absolutely modify your times. I've done it many times. So if, if it comes to your mobile order time and you're in queue and you think you're going to be in queue for the next 30 minutes, change your time. So I would do that. Just do that. Order things early, as early as you can, because uh, things will run out and, and it'll get busy. That is another thing that I learned on my last trip, actually, because um, with San Francisco and Lucky Fortune having those new items, it, especially during lunchtime, lunchtime was the worst trying to mobile order because they wanted to push your orders out further than the lunchtime. So they were going to have you come back at like four when it was 12 when I was trying to order. So I waited an hour and then I was able to mobile order a little bit into the window that I was looking for, but then I still had to wait like half an hour for my food. Um, even after I said, I'm here, prepare it. And honestly, guys, I only got two things. So, <laughs> um, and they weren't even fancy. It was just the cookie and the pot stickers. So, and that's stuff that, I mean, the, the cookie, the macaron, the Baymax macaron, that's, you know, pre-made. They don't do anything with that. Those are already made. The pot stickers, they make all the time. So um, I thought it'd be easy, but, you know, they're so busy because there's so much new food there now. So another foodie guide came out for the Plaza de Familia. And I was really excited because when I read the the Halloween one, you know, my husband wasn't really into a lot of the food that was going to be at DCA. But when we looked at this one, he was like, mm, this one sounds a little bit better. So we may we may be eating some of this stuff during the party. So chile verde chicken flautas topped with avocado sauce, shredded lettuce, crema, queso fresco, tamatillo salsa, and pickled onions served with Spanish rice and pinto beans. Oof, that is a plate. That is a plate, you guys. So where I come from, near uh, the Mexicali border, when we say flautas, they're mostly like the corn tortilla. A lot of people associate them with flour tortillas, but when where I'm from, it's corn tortilla, these flautas, um, and they barely have any meat in them. And then they're covered, 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 covered with cabbage. And then you put the tam tamatillo sauce on top. So where I'm from by the Mexicali border, that's how they do it in, in our area. So keep in mind, you guys, that the culture changes depending on where you live. So so I hear a lot of people saying that flautas are, are made with flour tortilla. That's probably true in some places, but I just wanted to tell you how it was where, I, where I'm from. So when we get flautas, we get like a dozen of them because they're these teeny tiny, they're like taquitos. So a lot of you know what taquitos are. And that's 
that's flautas to us, but a little bit smaller. They're just a little bit smaller and then they're covered with cabbage. So, but that's just where I'm from. Okay, you guys just, I just wanted to let you know the things, the things are always a little bit different depending on where you live. And it's fun. It's fun to learn um, how things are ev everywhere else because, you know, I didn't know people associated flautas with flour tortilla. So that's really cool. Um, so this next one, I had really, I had trouble pronouncing it. My husband said it way better than me, so I'm going to skip it, but it's tacos. <laughs> oh, they're tacos with, um, beef sirloin. So, and they come with rice and beans as well. So I'm not going to attempt to try and, and use my very bad Spanish accent. <laughs> um, there's carnitas burrito which is house-made pork carnitas, Spanish rice, pinto beans, salsa verde, um, and it's served with the house-made tortilla chips. And then there's also a chorizo quesadilla, which is plant-based, and that's really good. They also have ilote, and then a bunch of sides, and then some returning items that they have is the vanilla layer cake, um, and it describes it as layers of vanilla cake with cinnamon mousse and sweet cream cheese frosting. That sounds really good. And so they also, you know, have drinks and they're going to be serving Dos Equis at the Plaza de Familia. And that one, my husband over so fast. He's like, oh, good. Because he's not really into IPAs. He's he's a logger kind of guy and he likes those sekis. but they also have a watermelon candy cocktail which has tequila watermelon schnapps and pineapple juice with a chamoy and chile lime seasoned rim oh i also wanted to mention that at the grand californian they have um a little cart there that has all these really cute desserts and I just wanted to mention that they're gonna have Mexican wedding cookies and they're very good I highly recommend trying those so if you're by the uh, Grand Californian just go inside and go to the cart that cart is amazing um, you don't need a Disneyland ticket to go to the hotel that's the coolest part about it you get a lot of these really cool seasonal treats just by going to downtown Disney or to one of the hotels. It's really neat. So if you don't have a ticket, go to the hotel and I highly recommend Mexican wedding cookies. They're very good. So last time when I talked to you guys, I was like, where's my teaser for Oogie Boogie Bash villains? You guys, I thought I was going crazy and I wasn't. The trailer teaser trailer finally came out and I watched it and I figured out one villain I couldn't remember his name so I had to ask my family and they were able to tell me but the first villain I couldn't because it's been a very long time since I've actually seen the movie that it belongs to or the the movie everyone's guessing so if you haven't seen the trailer yet and you don't want to know spoiler 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 don't listen to me, but if you were looking at the Disney food blog, then you probably already know. But just in case you don't want to know, I am going to talk about it. Um, so in the video, we're going to break down 
what the images were. So there's a tank with a sign that says A1 solvents and a sign below that possibly spells out turpentine. And so if, if you're wondering where you've seen turpentine, I hope you know what ride you've seen turpentine from. It's a ride in Toontown. And it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So everybody's thinking that the villain is Judge Doom himself. So could we be getting Judge Doom for Oogie Boogie? We will find out. So the next clip, which is the one that I guessed because this one um, hinted towards San Francisco. So I knew it was from Big Hero 6 and I had to ask my family who the villain was and so the villain is yokai and so hopefully we're gonna see that villain too and that's all they've teased so far i did see um another spoiler guys one of one of my discord chats did show the stage for Madame Mim and uh, there's some Madame Mim fans in in my discord chat so she's coming back more than likely because they were putting up her stage so awesome you guys yay um Tuesday September 5th is the first party so we're almost a week away from Oogie Boogie so I thought you know what let's talk about it let's talk about Oogie Boogie because I've been there before last year, me and Lewis went on a mommy and son trip together. And also it was when we started my tattoo. So, so many, so many great memories. So I thought I'd tell you about our trip from last year. And then um, when we get to episode 18, I'll be able to tell you about our trip from this year because me, my husband, Alex Sr., and Alex Jr. will be going to Oogie Boogie on September 10th. So we will be at that Sunday, September 10th party. And we'll recap that for you when we get back. Not immediately when we get back, because since it's a Sunday, I actually have a tattoo appointment on Monday. And so I'm probably going to record two episodes at the same time. I'm thinking that my trip from this weekend is going to take two episodes anyway. So I'll probably split them up. And then we can talk Oogie Boogie in episode 18, which will be the week after we get back. So look forward to that. If you guys are going to Oogie Boogie, this will help you kind of plan your day and kind of like learn lessons for me as well. So, so we're going to talk about Oogie Boogie twice. You'll get a double dose of it, you guys. I hope that's okay. I hope you guys have trips planned and you want to know. Um... One of the biggest reasons why I actually ended up going was because I was listening to podcasts and I, I had never heard of Oogie Boogie. I didn't know what that was. And I heard people talk about it in passing when, you know, I started listening to all these podcasts and being really part of this Disney community a few years ago after COVID. <clears throat> and so... Um, after hearing a few people's recollections of their trips, I was like, wow, that sounds really fun. I should, I should try that one of these years. And it just ended up working out to me going 
that weekend because I was also there for an event for um, the group that I moderate. We were doing um, a meetup and some activities and stuff during that time. So it just all ended up working out and I ended up taking Lewis with me. Um, he had just started his senior year at that time. So so we ended up going and it was and it was an amazing trip. So let's get into it, guys. Let me tell you all about our trip. So like I said, it was last year. It was September 15th that we went to Oogie Boogie last year. And like I mentioned, it was both of our first times. And um, I do have one regret about our trip that I will be honest with you guys. Because I was getting my tattoo that day, we ended up running a little late and um, we actually didn't get to the party until almost two hours after it started. And I, I felt bad about that because we ended up losing time. But we'll get into that in just a minute. So after my tattoo appointment, we went to our hotel and we checked in and we got settled in. And then we started changing because the thing about Oogie Boogie, if you weren't aware, is that you can actually wear costumes. Everybody can wear costumes. There are certain rules, of course, in place, um, but you can wear costume even as an adult. I chose not to. I ended up wearing one of my Flying House Threads t-shirts. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I love that company. They make the most amazing adult Disney t-shirts. And I think I was wearing a Haunted Mansion one that day. And I and I loved it too because it's a tri-blend, so it's very comfortable. And then Lewis ended up wearing a costume, one of his uh, Halloween costumes from a previous year. And so we got changed and we got ready so we could head out to the party and have a lot of fun. So the party started at 6. We got there at 7.45. So we were a little bit late and I feel bad about that. But walking in was amazing. Oh my gosh. I, I still remember just the immersive Halloween oogie boogie, nice and spooky, just the decor, the lighting, everything. It was so good. And it was so cool too, because your treat trails like start right away too. Like you barely get through those gates and they're handing you stuff. So you walk in and you get a map. And then you, you walk a little bit and you get your treat bag. And then you walk a few more steps and you're already getting candy. You guys, you're you're barely entering the park. You're on Buena Vista Street walking towards the fountain and you already got candy. It was amazing. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. So this was really cool to me. So uh, get your bags ready as soon as you as soon as you walk through those gates, guys. As soon as they give it to you, actually. <laughs> it was so cool. Now, some other advice that I had heard, and I'm dumb for not even taking this advice, but I, I've learned my lesson, is that you should bring a backpack because the treat bags that they give you are very small. And let me tell you right now, guys, do not ignore that advice. Don't be silly like I did. I, I'm definitely not making that mistake this year, you guys, because you fill up your bags so quickly. You're like overflowing. I had a lounge fly backpack with me. So I, I was stuffing stuff in there and <laughs> you, you end up with so much candy at the, at the end of the night. So bring a backpack, you guys, like a regular size school backpack with you or a larger tote bag so that you can carry all this candy. Okay. That is your, 
your first lesson learned from me not listening, okay? <laughs> so the first character slash cheat trail. So when you go to see characters, not only is it like a line to see the characters, but they give you treats while you're going through. So you get your treats, you get to see the characters, and then sometimes even when you're coming out, you get more treats. So it's really neat. There's, there's treats everywhere, guys. And let me also tell you about the treats, too. Um, not only do you get candy, but you get good food, too. You get uh, fruit and veggies. And then there's also, like, little fruit snacks and chips as well. They Just, like, you know, little individual sized things that you can get. Um, and it's really neat. So if you have families with allergies and stuff, then you're getting a variety of items, Okay. So the first character that we got to see was Maleficent. She was so good. Oh my gosh. Her poses and her laugh was amazing. And then after that, we saw uh, Mother Gothel from Tangled. Oh my gosh. I'm just going to tell you all of these characters were amazing because they really were. She, <laughs> she asked a little girl if she had seen Rapunzel because she was really curious. And she was like, oh, well, I'm not... I'm not a thief like her. I don't steal crowns. It was so funny. Oh, she was so good. So after those couple of treat trails, we decided to take a small little break to eat and we went to the corn dog castle. They had a black corn dog, you guys. It was so funny because when you get it, it looks like it's burnt because it's black, but it the, it's the batter that's black. It was so funny, but it still tastes like a corn dog. So <laughs> it didn't change the flavor at all. So then Lewis and I stood in line for a photo op um, over by the Silly Symphony Swings. But I ended up getting an even better photo of us with the lamplight lounge and the water in the background. I really love that picture. It's one of my favorites of the both of us. But it was still nice to stand in the line. And the cast members were really sweet, too, because um, when you get into a Boogie, they give you a wristband. And on that wristband, there's a QR code. And that's for all your photos. So super convenient and um, made everything so uh, fast and easy. So after that, we walked through Pixar Pier and we saw Sid, but uh, his line was really long. So we didn't stand in line to see him, but we could hear him and see him as we walked by. You guys, these cast members, they are so good. The ability for these actors to nail like these specific laughs, you know, because Maleficent has that laugh and so does Sid. Sid has that Oh, that sinister kid laugh. And it's just, oh, he was so good, you guys. So our next stop after that was Cars Land, where Lewis and I took a photo with Red, the fire truck from Cars. And he was dressed as a clown. Now, let me tell you guys, I'm actually afraid of clowns. Okay, I grew up when the original It came out. Pennywise scared the crap out of me you guys I do not like clowns I think they're freaky and I know but Red was really cute so I made an exception for him because he's he, he is actually really cute and he's not scary other clowns are scary <laughs> another thing I want to mention to you guys about Cars Land during Halloween is wow I mean just wow if if you're in DCA during fall, 
just stroll down Cars Land. It is so good. The Imagineers are so, so good. Just, I don't even know how they come up with these ideas, but to take Cars Land and take the concept of cars and turn it into like this Halloween theme, I just, the creativity behind those Imagineers, it's, it's amazing, you guys. It's really amazing. It's the same way during Christmas, too. Um, we'll talk more about Christmas as we get closer to Christmas. But let me tell you, Cars Land, oof, so good. So after Cars Land, we headed into Avengers Campus. And I took a picture of Lewis over by the Quinjet because he was actually dressed as Thor. And he had his own... Um, his own hammer that he made out of cardboard, and it looked so good. I'm so proud of him because he got very creative with his hammer. So I took a photo of him. After that, we got into another character treat trail lane, and uh, this character was my favorite out of all of them. Out of every character we saw, Agatha was my favorite. Oh my goodness. She looked so good. She looked so good, you guys. I, I got some really great photos of her, which I'll share with you on my Instagram. And I have some videos of her as well. But um, she was so good. And I loved her. She was, she was beautiful. She was beautiful. So after we saw her, we, we went and saw Cruella. Now, let me also describe to you when you go see a character. It's a whole production, okay? There's lighting, there's music, there's effects. And to really set the mood for this character, it, it is an entire production just to meet these characters. And Cruella by far had the best music, you know, because this was the Cruella from the live action. So she had all of that really you know, rock type of music. And it was so good. And, you know, you were just, you were pumped up when you went to go see her. And her stage was by far the biggest because it also had the costumes from the movie. Oh, I don't know if they were the actual costumes from the movie, but, you know, um, costumes that you saw in the movie. And it was, it was so good. And it was so neat watching her interact with people and she was just telling them about the dress that she made for the black and white ball and how it, um, how it was on fire and it, and she made it red and she was so proud of herself, you know, it was, it was a good interaction. She was really neat. After that, we went and saw the host of this amazing party, Mr. Oogie Boogie himself. This was his shindig, so we had to go pay our respects, and he was good. Oh gosh, you guys, he was good. So he's inside the um, the animation building, and ooh. so we finally got a personal interaction with him. He actually pointed to Lewis. He pointed him out, and he tells Lewis, by the looks of him, there's trouble ahead. Oh my goodness. He loved it. I have a video of it. I'm going to share it with you guys. It's so good. It's so good. 
Ah, oh, I love I love characters. I love characters. Oh, this was so good. I can't wait, you guys. I can't wait to go again. After that, um, he did he did do a couple of poses for photos. So that was really cool too. So I got like three different poses of him with Lewis in the photos. We did see part of the parade at one point. I do remember seeing part of the parade. Um, I think we were eating something. I forgot what we were eating and we ended up finding a bench over where they like to put like the magic key lounge area when they do um, food and wine. There's like this little hidden area. The cast members didn't really like us sitting up in the front. So we had to move all the way to the back. So we could, we could only see part of the parade from where we were. And then other people had like the bright idea to come sit there as well. And they had kids on shoulders and then I couldn't see anything after that. So so there is a parade. Other things that they're doing at Oogie Boogie is a dessert party. And then they're also having a dining package at the Wine Country Trattoria. So you can get that and you'll have special seating for the parade. Now I've heard a lot of good things about this parade. Like I said, I didn't really get to see it that well. I'm hoping to see it this year if, if that's something that my two Alexes want to do. Um... I don't mind parades. I mean, these, these are really cute. So if we end up watching it, that'll be really great. So yeah, so those are options for your night as well. And there's also what they call a villain's grove. I didn't go in there with Lewis just because that had a really long line. A lot of people say that the line goes quick since there's no spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. There's no characters in there. So the line moves pretty quick because you're just kind of like walking through. But a lot of people, I, you know what? I've heard mixed things. I've heard, oh, yes, it's amazing. And, oh, that was so boring. So I don't know. Take it, take it however you want. I'm not sure. I hope we get to see it this year. But, yeah, we didn't end up going through Villain's Grove just because it had a long line and we were already late to the party and I wanted to make sure we got to see most of the characters because there was characters that we didn't get to see. We had passed by the villain from Coco. Why can I think of his name all of a sudden? You guys know who I'm talking about. I'm having a brain fart. So you guys know who you guys can yell at, at me through your radios. Okay. Or your phones or however you're listening to me. Um, Ernesto, right? Is that his name? Okay. You guys, you guys tell me. I think so. And we passed by him. He had a long line too, but I've heard that he was really good. And there was Madame Mim also. I didn't go see her. Minnie, Clarabelle, and Daisy were dressed as the Hocus Pocus characters, Winifred, Sarah, and Mary. They were dressed as them. And their line was very long. And I mean like very long, like hours long. And their stage was kind of by the Cruella stage. And at first we got in line, but after I saw how long their line was, I decided, no, we can't, we can't stay in this line because we're going to be here for the entire party and not be able to see everything. Well, that's it for our night. I hope this was somewhat helpful. I'm so glad that me and Lewis had this opportunity to have this trip together. It was an amazing night. Not just Oogie Boogie, but that whole weekend we spent together and we made so many beautiful memories. It was so great. I'm so glad that we have that 
Thanks for listening, guys. So if you have any questions, email me. You can email me at magickeyadventures at yahoo.com. You can interact with me on Instagram at magic underscore key underscore adventures. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, Thank you for interacting with my polls. Don't forget there's going to be a new poll for this episode as well. I'm going to be posting on Instagram, so make sure you are following because I'm going to be posting during my trip. And then when I talk about the trip on probably the next episode. Yeah, on the next episode, I'm more than likely going to be telling you about this trip, whatever I can tell you about this trip, even if it's just the things that I that I'm going to do by myself or with people that I meet up with because I am going to meet up with one of my friends who are already making plans and stuff. So, so I could at least tell you guys about what I do during the day when I'm not doing the, uh, the quote unquote work and stuff, um, which I'm, I'm again, very honored and can't wait to do. So be sure you're following me on Instagram so you can see all of that stuff. And if you would be so kind as to donate $5 one time, it's a one-time donation. Um, It's called Buy Me a Cold Brew. It's on this website where you just make the one-time donation. You can get the link in the show notes or on my Instagram page on the link tree. Um, And I thank you in advance if you choose to donate. I really appreciate it because I probably will buy a cold brew with it when I go this weekend. I'm going to buy a cold brew anyway, but if you guys wanted to be nice and buy me one too, that'd be really great. Thank you. Other than that, I guess that's it. Yay. I'm going to Disneyland, you guys. Gotta start packing. (laughs) I'll talk to you guys next week after my trip. Until then, I hope you all have an adventurous day. Bye.